0: it's another sunday night in punchlines and tonight we're turning to the tv dial going behind the scenes of the new prime video series lol last one laughing canada featuring some of the most iconic names in canadian comedy and a few upcoming favorites i'm dean young and we're about to go inside the joke welcome to inside jokes on global news radio 640 toronto Welcome back to an all-new Inside Jokes right here on 6:40 Toronto, and of course streaming coast to coast, Canada-wide on the Global News Radio Network. We are brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, helping you see the light at the end of the tunnel all pandemic long. We've got our producer Vince Tedesco on the line. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Nice uh, Super Bowl Sunday, but uh, Super Bowl Sunday.
0: So we'll see our lineup. We'll see who's listening. But we have. So there is a we're we're switching over to the TV dial again this week tonight we're going over to Amazon Prime. There's the all new series LOL Last One Laughing Canada because it is the Canadian edition of this franchise show, uh, and we've got. Honestly, some of the biggest heavy hitters in Canadian comedy are on this new series that's launching this February. But we got, so there's some of the biggest heavy hitters in Canadian comedy. We've got TV people, movie people, sketch people, improv people, some of our own favorite stand-ups, some regular faces you've seen on Comedy Network, Comedy Central, Just for Laughs, uh, really all across the network dial. And they're basically, so we're going to figure out how this show works exactly. It's kind of like, it's almost like, Comedians in Saw, but with slide, but with slide whistles. That's <laughs> it's what it like reminds me of. It's, it's like, like big,
1: um, it's like Major Look, and then like Punch Buggy Yellow or something. I don't know. Exactly. It's like laugh. if you laugh, you're out. Essentially, right?
0: It's like Big Brother meets Just for Laugh Gags. So basically, they've taken some of the biggest comics in Canada. You know, some of the upcoming crowd killers that you've seen on festival stages the last couple of years pandemic aside obviously what do they put him in a house or a room they put him in a room somewhere uh jay baruchel is the host of course everybody knows and loves him he's part of the the apatow crew so every canadian knows that face quite well over the last decade or so in comedy uh but they put together some of these absolute beasts in canadian comedy in a room together and basically they have to try and make each other laugh and those who break get kicked out and the last one standing wins it all that's basically how it goes uh but vince we got Two of our favourite comics on the panel, we have K. Trevor Wilson, who our listeners will know not just from this show on Panels Past, but also currently on Letterkenny. He's also, of course, on Roast Battles Canada and a regular feature at JFL, Comedy Central, Jeff Ross Roasts. And the absolute, I would say, undisputed king of Canadian improv, Colin Mockery. Of course, audiences know him quite well from his turns on both the British and American versions of Whose Line Is It Anyway?, a uh, regular collaborator with Drew Carey, um, regular face at Second City. He really is sort of the main man in Canadian improv. So we're going to pick their brains about this new series, how it all works, who the most fearsome competitors were, and uh, what audiences could expect to see on Amazon Prime.
1: Now, here's the thing. Shout out to Amazon Prime for focusing so much on the comedy content. They've really stepped up their game and are really like... Um... They're, they're swinging it with the big boys on comedy content. But as far as this show goes, and we have no idea. Anyone listening right now? I don't know who are the last ones standing.
0: Could we have, no idea. We, yeah. have Could no idea. we
1: have no idea. We don't know, but we're going to put them. Battling together tonight on inside jokes, and and we'll see who the last one standing is after. We're
0: gonna we're gonna figure out who had the strengths and weaknesses. And yes, absolutely, Amazon Prime. I mean, two seasons ago on this show we had Jim Gaffigan on plugging the first comedy special to be released on Amazon Prime, yeah. and fast forward yeah, so two years leaders, later,
1: doing a lot of great comedy content on Amazon.
0: So they're dropping stand up specials, new network series, all kinds of comedy content on Amazon Prime. So without further ado, we're gonna bring on Colin Mockery and Kay Trevor Wilson and find out who is the last one laughing right here on Inside Jokes. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. Because the world is stuck in 2020, and now your vision can be too. Uh, We have two of the cast joining us on the panel tonight. Colin Mockery, who we haven't, uh, we were saying before the show, we haven't spoken to you in a couple of years. Definitely happier, simpler times when we were in a radio studio with other human beings. How are you doing tonight, Colin?
2: I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me back. I know it's been a long time, but people like to digest the first time I'm with them and see how it actually went. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Followed by 2 years of horrible distractions in yes. between. And of course, another comic who is very familiar to our listeners at this point, he's joined us on the show. Quite a bit, especially the last 2 pandemic-filled years. That's because he is just literally all over the place on Canadian television. The one and only K Trevor Wilson. How you doing, buddy?
3: Good, but I'm all over the place yet always at home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the thing. It's nice seeing these.
3: Such a busy man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good seeing all these, you know, this is the time of year, and we've been plugging a few of these on the show the last couple of weeks coming into the new year, but this is the time of year where you start seeing new network series roll out and you see new projects hit the air. And now you just always kind of wonder, how long ago was this filmed? <laughs> because you're seeing all these comics in a room together. With no masks. And it's just a weird reaction now to just see people doing something together on camera. And you go, was that recent? Was this made five years ago? I have no idea. Uh, but I'm going to pick both your brains on this. So for our listeners at home, last one laughing. It's coming out on Prime Video. It's the Canadian edition. So this is basically, this was sort of a remake of an original. It was an Australian series. Actually, it started in Japan. Japan, uh, okay.
3: Original concept was created by a Japanese comedian. Uh, and it's been done in, I want to say about uh, these five or six countries, the Australian version was I believe the first English speaking version of the contest and we, uh, were the, uh, we are the second English speaking version, uh, the Canadian edition. So this has been done a few times, but uh, Western audiences may not be as familiar with it uh, unless they've seen the Rebel Wilson led Australian version.
0: Well, which is interesting, too, because, I mean, looking at the cast on this show, and, of course, Jay Baruchel is hosting as well, I mean, there's a lot of familiar faces in Canadian comedy on this show. It's kind of a lineup of comics you really, you know, audiences don't ever really get to see in a room together. I mean, this is kind of like three JFL galas rolled into one, crammed into this room together. It's kind of interesting, Katra, right? and, I mean, Colin, same thing to you. I mean, we've been promoting a couple of new series, recently on this show. Roast Battles Canada is another one. K-Trev, I know you're part of that as well. We seem to finally be having these shows in Canada that are sort of based around the fact that the majority of these comics are known names and recognizable comics to Canadian audiences. We kind of, it feels like we always shied away from that before. We always sort of had that whole, we don't have a star system. There are no Canadian famous comics for the most part. The majority of this show is comics that people know quite well it's really is like a star-studded room on this show yeah yeah
3: the mixed bag
0: sorry colin i didn't mean to cut you off no that's (laughs)
2: actually all i had i had nothing to add to that uh yeah we're all great um (laughs) you know i I think it only took the uh the pandemic to uh get the networks to see oh yeah we have talent too uh we can put them in a room that should be safe and uh let's see how that goes well, I do feel I like
0: there- all the Canadians
3: were available at the same weekend.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> there is some truth to that too, because I mean, even for ourselves, booking this radio show the last two years, it's like people are pretty easy to get because <laughs> everyone's at home doing corporates on Zoom and you know not touring and all that stuff. Uh, is there something? I mean, yeah. So there was an Australian version that was the first English-speaking one. This show has really been packaged out in a lot of countries, which obviously with similar formats. What is it about this particular flavor of last one laugh in Canada? What is it that's inherently Canadian about this particular version of the show?
2: Oh, well, we're very polite and uh, yeah. nobody got knocked out. But, uh, it just seemed not right.
3: <laughs> I mean, but once you watch it, you, you, the Canadian is, is unmissable. I mean, it's plastered all over the walls, uh, of the, of the house we're in and Jay's secret room. Uh, but I mean, like it's, you know, as Canadians, we, we live in this wonderful comedic area in between like English sensibilities and American sensibilities. So, uh, you know, masters of sarcasm and, uh, (laughs) and geniuses of sly wit. It's just a fun room of people. And, uh, I think uh, it's one of those things, too, where people watch the show, they're like, oh, right, they're Canadian, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is almost true. I mean, you know, we've talked to a lot of comics about this lately, but there's almost been this weird side effect that has happened during the last couple of years of the pandemic where Canadian audiences were almost, it was almost sort of a time for us to reappreciate just how much talent we have in this country because we were sitting at home watching Canadian comics online and on television and watching content and listening to albums. And we kind of sat back and went, oh yeah, all these people are from Canada. We kind of forget about that because normally it's just watch what happens in America and that's it. So we always have like this weird identity crisis in Canadian comedy.
2: It is weird because we're always the first ones to point out, oh, they're Canadian. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, it's nice that it's actually happening now. And I think it's sort of, it almost kind of started with um, Corner Gas and then, you know, moved it. With the success of Kim's Convenience and Schitt's Creek, which once it won the Emmys, that's pretty much uh, cemented uh, its um, uh, classic status because it was accepted in America. And I think yeah. once that happened, then all the Canadians started binge watching and go, "This is really great. These people are wonderful." So it, it'd be nice if you know we supported the people while they were here, in, in, instead of waiting for them to you know become famous elsewhere. I always say you know go to the comedy clubs around town you're going to see the stars of the future and they're not going to be here long because we don't support them
0: exactly and hopefully that is something that's going to be you know if there is a silver lining to all this that's happened in comedy the last couple of years i think that's going to be part of it for sure all right we're going to come back with more last ones laughing i know we can't find out who is the last one laughing we're going to come back with more k trevor wilson and colin mockery right here on inside jokes
2: Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway, and you are listening to Inside Jokes. Pants Optional.
0: Welcome back to Inside Jokes, right here on 640 Toronto, and of course... Everywhere on planet Earth, where there is internet, you can listen to us on global news online, because we know you're probably still stuck at home. We are talking the new Prime video series, LOL, Last One Laughing Canada. We have Colin Mockery and K. Trevor Wilson on the air with us. I want to, because we were talking before the break, this really is sort of a smorgasbord of the who's who in Canadian comedy right now. I mean, you have comics that a lot of us grew up watching on network tv and comedy films you also have some of the you know upcoming heavy hitters in canadian comedy that we've seen on festivals the last couple years when there are festivals anyways (laughs) so it really is i mean how did this whole thing work did they just sort of throw you all into a room together and let the cameras roll and just see what you came up with what was the whole sort of format here
2: more or less yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah We did you have know. we had meetings with did did you have a meeting with a writer yeah yeah,
3: yeah. I, uh, you know like they had writers and producers on the show to help us sort of like craft some of the the more complex bits you know obviously if you, when you watch the show there's planted stuff that we all had uh you know to to help try to get the other people to laugh so we worked with the writers and the producers on coming up with like some of the the more complex uh uh bits and, and 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 uh props on the on the show uh but i mean we had no idea who else was on the program you know, like, uh coming into it they told us jay was hosting and that was it until you walked through the door into the room you didn't know who the other competitors were oh interesting jay, okay host on parts, was just sitting around at the beginning uh before the game started just just you know i'll all just shooting the breeze and waiting to see who came through the door next and we were all like you know we all had our, had our feelings about who was going to come through the door. Like, who do you think they got? Like, who do you think, you, who's free this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was done,
2: it was like done like a military operation. We were in this big uh, a complex and everybody had their own handler. And they all, everybody was on walkies. Number five's in the building. Number five's in the building. We're heading down <laughs> to the East Corridor. And it was just, you can't go here. You have to turn here. So, um, yeah, it was fun to see who the final 10 were as they came in one by one. I had to ask permission to go pee because
3: they had to clear the hall, to make sure none of the other people were out there and we couldn't see each other. So you had to use the bathroom, I had to tell a gal then she'd radio another gal. And then they'd get a third message from someone else saying no, the hallway's clear, you can go to the bathroom, but straight to the bathroom, just number one,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it really is, it's like Canadian comedy saw pretty much. They just tossed you in this room with props and cameras and left you to your own devices.
3: Yeah, the Canadian hey, version of saw would definitely have rubber chickens and faces.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All with slide whistles. <laughs> There's a very decidedly sort of like big brother meets JFL gags proponent to this. I mean, the interesting thing is, I mean, Colin, obviously, I mean, improv, that's your world. You are the Canadian improv king absolutely i mean a lot of our listeners of course know you from whose line on both sides of the pond that's very much your world is that sketch and improv background k Trav, a lot of our listeners know you as one of the most formidable roast comics out there that's definitely a huge avenue for you but i mean that's a totally different animal because when you know you're going up against somebody on stage you know your opponent and i've 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 been around you at just for laughs and other festivals where you're doing these roast battles. You're getting dirt on people, you're you're writing material, you're picking at their weaknesses. You're you're just getting ready for action. With this it's totally a different animal. You're just thrown into this scenario with all these other comics and you're sort of I would imagine, I mean, obviously a lot of them are your peers as well, but sort of starstruck in a way where it's like, "Oh, they're here. They're here." Okay, and you had, just have to go with it on the fly.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, when it comes to roast battling, I like to think of myself as a prize fighter. You know, I only come out and do it when uh, when there's money involved. Uh, <laughs> so I don't just like write insults about people uh, every day. So yeah, no, like am showing up, like I had no intentions in my head of being like I'm going to go with the roast attack on uh, <laughs> on this one. Uh, you know, I, I just. Uh, I stuck to my my stand-up. I just did a laid-back and tried to stay quiet and stone-faced.
0: I would would imagine for a lot of comics that were in this, because, I mean, again, a couple of the cast members of this show are comics who really, you know, they're a few years in, they started getting festivals and all that stuff, but they really come from just purely the stand-up world. So, I mean, a lot of comics, when they're not on stage, audiences don't realize a lot of the time, they're kind of low-key. The person you get in the green room is not that dialed-up version of themselves that you see on stage on the spotlight. So, I mean, to be in a room full of other comics, especially if improv really isn't your background, and try to crack people up, that's sort of a, that's a, huge, a huge leap, a, a sort of unfamiliar territory for a lot of people on this show. Colin, did you walk into this figure and like, well, I've got this. This is what I already do. Everyone here is dead.
2: <laughs> well, uh, I'm fairly used two nights with no laughter. So I thought that was really going to help me a lot throughout the many years. I I thought, I I wondered if it was gonna be tougher on the stand-ups because you're so used to getting that when your joke hits. And even though you know, well, the game is you're not supposed to laugh, it must still hurt a little. Whereas, I I don't care. I've I've still got a career, (laughs) so. It was, it, was interesting. Interesting. it was interesting uh because there were also uh, you know some younger um uh, comics there and i, I put k trevor in there the ones who still have hope in their eyes they um <laughs> you know the hardest part about this game and this is odd was remembering what the rule was because there were times where you would be lulled into oh i'm just having a conversation with a comic And, you know, when you're talking with a bunch of comics about things, you you tend to smile and laugh. So that would, I often found myself going, oh, I'm just, oh, wait, no, we're in a competition.
0: (laughs) It was horrible. That is true. And I mean, there's certain, you know, even watching the trailer for this and, and looking at some of the cast, I mean, you get somebody like Tom Green. Tom Green's entire brand is basically this it's it's him going into a room and just grabbing whatever's available and being as absurd and off the wall as possible that's literally what he's built an entire career around but then you do have stand-ups who yeah like you said colin i mean stand-ups aren't used to a quiet room that's that's soul crushing that's the polar opposite of what they're going for and just having that silent reaction i mean it was probably probably completely a game changer for a lot of them i would imagine
3: and you take away their nervous laughter when things don't go well, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can't do that. <laughs> oh.
1: For K, Trev, and Colin, was there any comic on the show that you overestimated or underestimated as a possible competitor that you were going up against? Did anybody walk in and you're like, I, I, got, I can make them laugh in two seconds? Or, wow, like this is a stone-faced killer right now. I can't crack this person. Was there anybody like that on the show for you guys, or uh,
2: difficult there a couple of people to... I thought they're not gonna make it through the
3: introduction a... no, they, the same thing. there's a couple of people who like just based on how much we were laughing before the game started, it was like, you're not going to be able to turn this off You've, <sighs> you've opened up the floodgates, and you've already <laughs> shot you yeah, and when they go go, you're just gonna start laughing so. And there were a couple of people that was like it was just a matter of time you know you just you just know they were going to take themselves out and uh but uh definitely i don't think anyone walked into the room going oh i'm going to win this hands down i think we were all pretty much like i have no idea how this is going to go
0: uh <laughs> but yeah, I, and there was something i was like didn't know I would laugh and i was
3: confident that i'd get the others laughing
0: yeah Well, did you have that chance to, I mean, yeah, once you sort of walk in and you go, okay, here's who I'm up against. Here's the cast of this show. And they really did do a really good job casting this because you do have comics from really every sort of background. You've got comics from every pursuit, different levels of notoriety, different stages in their career, comics that we've seen on a billion different things. Did you have that chance to sort of, you know, before you actually rolled camera? And I mean, I know a lot of these are your sort of your, colleagues and your friends and your co-workers already but there's probably comics that you haven't worked with before did you get a chance to sort of decompress and and just sort of familiarize with each other before you jumped right in
2: no i think <laughs> most most people kind of knew each other uh there were a couple i didn't know I, I didn't know john uh may martin i'd become friends with on twitter but hadn't met until we're in the room so we're kind of in the room uh jay comes in tells us what the rules are and then you hear, ba And that means the show has begun. Everyone immediately got quiet and walked to different parts of the room. <laughs> just going to
3: hotel. No engagement at all. We were just Go. all upset.
0: It is. And there were, there were comics that you thought like, okay, this is not their format at all. They're going to be dead in the water. That actually surprised you coming out of the gate.
3: Um, no, I mean, there's the people who, uh, uh, you know, generally the people who I thought were going to laugh early, laughed early.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was the easiest part because you kind of immediately knew, okay, uh, it's going to be fun having them here for five minutes. (laughs) And then it just, it just gets really tense and you get a little, you know, after the third, fourth hour, Time means nothing. You have no idea how long. And whenever the alarm goes off because someone smiled, everybody's looking at each other going, was it, was it me? I, I, I don't know what my face was doing. It was just <laughs> like some weird psychological experiment.
0: Well, and it almost like, you know, it, it almost takes audiences behind the curtain in a way that we don't really ever get to see because it kind of reminds me of, it's like at a festival like Just for Laughs. I mean, when you go to Just for Laughs, It's really just behind the scenes, it's basically summer camp for comedians. It's just a lot of people sitting around the hotel bar, sitting around backstage, cracking each other up and just enjoying being, you know, part of this whole weird industry together and this whole sort of social circle together. Audiences never get to see that side of things. They never get to peer behind the scenes like that. This is sort of a taste of that as well for for viewers at home, because you're just watching fellow comedians try to make each other laugh and just riffing off of each other and just enjoying being comics together.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because you get to see us uh, like sort of as we are behind the scenes, but again, trying desperately not to laugh at each other. So it's like the most boring green room you've ever been in. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. A collection of humorless people all sharing street jokes and filthy
2: <laughs> It did, um, well, it shouldn't have m- amazed me actually just how quickly you go into shameless. It's like, I'll do anything. This idea just popped into my mind. It's idiotic, but I'm going to try it. And just the things people uh, did. And some of the things that people got caught with, I'd love to say it was like a well-timed joke or, but it was sometimes it was just like the stupidest thing where you were just overcome by this is idiotic.
3: And then you feel (laughs) that laugh come up. The number of people been... that got taken down by just a throwaway, just yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know if any of the rehearsed bits got anybody, but yeah. throw would get them. You know, like you you put your fight in and you hold off, and then someone just says something as they're walking away, and that's what
0: gets someone out. You know, <laughs> it's just that breaking point. Well, because it's interesting, because it really is the opposite to everybody's every comedian's instincts it's the antithesis it's like what we're going for here is dead air with each other we're going for complete silent resolve and that's it so i mean that goes against everything you all practice for a living and and believe in uh all right we're gonna come back with more colin and k trev right here on inside jokes more lol last one laughing canada
3: Hi, this is K. Trevor Wilson from TV's Letter Kenny, and you are listening to Inside Jokes. Way better than Outside Jokes.
0: What the fuck say?
1: What the fuck say?
0: Welcome back to Inside Jokes, right here on 640 Toronto, and of course, Canada wide on the Global News Radio Network. Brought to you by our good friends at Hakeem Optical helping you eye roll so hard at this insane garbage fire we're all stuck in. I really hope, you know, I've enjoyed these pandemic plugs for Hakeem, but I really hope we can stop using them very shortly. <laughs> I'm hoping it's the return of live shows and comedy festivals and all that good stuff. But in the meantime, we have the brand new Prime Video series coming up. LOL, Last One laugh in Canada. We have two of the cast members of that show, Colin Mockery and Kay Trevor Wilson joining us. So we were talking before the break about how sort of, you know, the cast of this show really does run the gambit from every corner of comedy. And I mean, it's sort of, I feel like there are people on this show who, of course, are more geared to to a format like this than others. Were there any bits? Because obviously, yeah, you talked about, you know, you did meet up with writers and you sort of structured some of it, but you didn't know who your other cast members and competitors were. Were there any bits that people improvised during the shooting of this where you just went, Okay, hey, that was great, but we can't show that on t- television. Like, did anybody take it too far where you just had to cut it out?
3: I have no idea. Uh, they don't let us make decisions as on-air talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything was uh,
2: taboo. I think every, I think everything that happened was probably. I mean, there was like 400 cameras catching yeah. everything that happened, so I, I'm pretty sure everything. Um, that was filmed will be will be shown there was nothing uh i mean most of it was just weird like weird, weird things that would yeah. come out every time someone would leave and go into the dressing room you know oh, okay there's a big costume piece coming or there's something so you try to steal yourself for that it's um it's fascinating i i watched all of the other lols like um italy and france and germany just to get a feel of what the show was and it was interesting all the different comic sensibilities, but every one of them from the Indian to the Mexican, they all had someone who had a fart machine (laughs) across the board. And we had one too. So it was nice to know it's (laughs) universal and we were a part of it.
3: Farts are always fun.
0: Right. Some stuff is just basic comedy
3: 101. (laughs) Comedy 101. Can't think of a single thing that would have been deemed too much or too bad for like, It really did never got filthy in, I mean, like uh, morally filthy, like it got filthy, like they they wouldn't give me a boom. And it was quite a mess after all the, uh, a lot of food got dropped on the floor, Uh, but like nothing, there was nothing too dirty or too much for the, to be aired. It was just, it was just weird. We just, it was weird. It was wacky. It was zany. And if it didn't land, that's going to be even funnier when you're watching it back on TV. Seems to give their all in a ridiculous premise
0: for nothing like that. That is comedy. (laughs) It's it's that pain and defeat. (laughs) That's the magic ingredient. Well, like Colin was saying before the break, I mean, it takes, didn't take long at all for things to really get shameless and devolve just because you, all you want to do is crack up your other comics and go to whatever lengths there's no such thing as is anything that you're too proud to do you'll use a room full of stuff and it just it doesn't matter did you get to a place while you're shooting where you sort of you almost kind of ignore the cameras and forget about them because you're just so laser focused on busting up your fellow comics that you kind of forget about an audience entirely
3: uh well it's a, yeah, The yeah i mean we because i think everyone had sort of a tv background we were aware that there were cameras filming us, but they were all hidden cameras. You know, it wasn't like there was a crew sneaking around with, with cameras in your face that you had to, like, actively ignore. Uh, there were, we didn't know where all the cameras were. You know, we knew where some of them were, but not all of them. So you really had no idea when a camera was right in your face. So uh, it's funny because some people thought they were turning away being sneaky and hiding, and they were actually doing things in full view of, of everyone watching. So it was, uh, it was easy to forget that the cameras were there because they weren't there. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see them at all, yeah.
0: And it's almost, I mean, I would imagine, you know, after two years of how strange comedy has been, I mean you know, doing festivals digitally just in in front of a green screen and Zoom cameras and doing corporates on Zoom cameras or taping TV shows in empty theaters. I mean, not that you ever get used to that, but comics sort of had to adapt to that in a lot of formats over the last couple of years. So it's almost like this is a format that was sort of in a way tailor-made for this particular time because you're just used to doing stuff with a camera and no live audience.
2: Yeah, and I, I just realized I don't think we mentioned the pandemic ever during the six hours. Which not is good. <laughs> I mean, we were certainly you know we we're tested every day and all um, all that, but yeah, I don't think anyone used that as any for some reason didn't use it to try to get a laugh.
3: Big active part. It was just you know we were we were all more focused on not <laughs> being in the pandemic at that moment. Well, are you- odd. I'd say enjoying our freedom, but we were le- literally locked in a room. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those weird, weird. Enjoying riddles. our page of scenery. <laughs>
0: well, and it's almost I mean, it's almost refreshing in a way. I mean, we we've been talking to comics on a lot of new series coming out in the new year. I mean, and K Trevor's battles Canada was one of them, but we're seeing a lot of stuff hitting the air now in this in the start of this new year, which really feels like a return to just purely making people laugh comedy that doesn't necessarily have you know politics crammed into it and and a social message and all that stuff it feels like we're kind of people just sort of want some escapism again right now people want to just be able to tune into something forget about all of the craziness and chaos that we've been imbued with the last couple of years and just be able to laugh again and just be able to have fun in comedy again and just sort of escape all that stuff and i feel like this show is a fantastic format for doing just that
2: yeah, it's fun, it's wacky. Uh, I don't think you're gonna learn anything. <laughs> You'll know, Pick up a few tidbits from some of the uh, comedians, how they live, but it's just um, a lot of fun. And I think we had a lot of fun doing it. it. Was I really felt that I'd gone through the trenches with these guys, like after an hour. I felt like, oh, I, I trust these guys with my life, even though they're trying to make me laugh. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing how everyone just sort of pulled together
0: it is great and i think yeah i think it's kind of exactly what we need uh to tune into right now all right we're going to come back with more Kate trevor wilson and colin mockery more lol last one laughing canada on prime video right here on inside jokes
2: hi my name is andrew johnston you're listening to inside jokes is it on 640
0: Welcome back to Inside Jokes, right here on 640 Toronto. We are talking LOL, last one, laughing Canada on Prime Video. We have Colin Mockery and K. Trevor Wilson with us, two of the fearsome competitors on this new Prime Video show. Uh, Did they make it to the end? I don't know. We aren't allowed to say. We have no idea. You just have to tune in and find out. One thing that we didn't mention yet, by the way, is... So the way this works is, yeah, you have all these comics facing off against each other in this room. The last person to go without cracking up, the last one to laugh, the last one standing, wins the whole purse. And so this is all going to, what, a charity of your choice? How does this whole thing work? Yep. Yep. That's it. So (laughs) how did you... (laughs) How did you, know,
2: you... you? made it succinct and we under Yes, that's exactly what it was.
0: <laughs> how did you? I mean, did you all sort of go into this with something that was sort of near and dear to you? Did you have sort of a specific charity in mind that you went? Okay, well, if I'm the one who takes takes it home, then this is where this is going. Like, was that something a forethought before you went in? We,
3: we didn't know who else was on the show, so no one knew uh, the other people's charities until we we got there and started chatting about it. So I, I, there might have even been charity overlap. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, personally, I was playing for the Princess Margaret uh, Cancer Hospital. Oh, nice. Uh, that, was, that was my charity of choice. At the time, my dad was in the hospital fighting
0: cancer, so it uh, made perfect sense to me. <laughs> something close to the chest, for sure. Colin, did you have one that was sort of something you were focused on going into this?
2: Yeah, it's a place called Rainbow Camp. It's a camp for LGBTQ uh, community, so they have a place that um, uh, is safe and a place to not judged and a place where they uh, can enjoy the summer. So, uh, yeah, it's a lovely organization run by two great guys. Uh, yeah, and I think everybody everybody had a very worthy charity. So, it's also nice just to get the names out there. Mm-hmm. Even,
0: And it's also a thing I feel like a lot of comics don't normally get to focus on. I mean, it is Canadian comedy. You're really all the time just sort of trying to fill up your calendar and hit the festivals and book your next gig. So you don't really get that opportunity to kind of sort of put it into something else and and pay it forward in a way. Uh, I do want to go to both of you and ask this format, this show, if you could take any two comics, Canadian, American, UK comics, wherever, past, present, and have them in a room like this, facing off with each other, trying to make each other break, who would it be? Or would you want to go up against them? Colin, I'll throw that one to you first. No,
2: I've had enough of that show. I would not want to go back. (laughs) (laughs) I I still carry scars. Uh, I would love to see Ron James in there, just because, speaking of Shameless he would within as soon as the buzzer sounded him i would like to see uh like steve carell i think um will like will farrell the people who are totally committed to what they do and have no embarrassment i think
0: makes for great television and i mean there are those comics who just have that thing where they They walk into a room and you're already laughing. Yeah, they don't even open their mouth, and that you know, there's those comics who just have that presence about them. K. Trev, how about you?
3: Uh, I think Jimmy Carr would be fun in this. He'd have a tough time masking that laugh. That's for sure. (laughs) Uh, A big tell. Uh, He'd be a a good one. Uh, A lot of fun Canadian comics too. I mean, uh, love to see David Acker in there. a good comic who is also a sleight of hand magician I think would be really okay. good in that format.
0: <laughs> and I mean this is a chance for a lot of you to get, you know, probably a lot more physical and more slapstick than you normally would. I mean, K Trevor, again, you're you're well known as being one of the most formidable roast comics out there. You can verbally decimate people no problem. Was this a chance for you to sort of step outside of your comfort zone and get a little bit more goofy than you typically would on stage? Uh no. Uh, <laughs> All right, Aston <asked> answered.
3: <laughs> I have a very different brand, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, no, I mean, like the thing people forget is is what I'm known for now isn't what I've always done. I I started out. Uh, I started out. Me and my buddy Matt Park were at one point the youngest people to ever study improv at the Second City. You know, I I started. I trained there when I was 14. I had a sketch troupe for 10 years. I you know, I was a kid actor. I played the King of Breakfast on Hob Squad. Like, uh, <laughs> I might be known by a bunch of people for for doing roast battles, but a bunch of other people know me from children's television. So uh, it was just fun to it was just fun to be in a room full of people and not have any expectations. All it's right. Cool. <laughs>
0: it is true, though. I mean, because you get you know you see a lot of younger comics when they're first starting out. And they're sort of stand-up purists where they go, oh, I'm never touching improv or sketch. That's not what I'm here for. But but I mean, this show is such a perfect example of really everybody on this cast has sort of crossed all those worlds and it really is all tied together. And I mean, it, it enriches comedy so much to be able to do all of those pursuits and dip your toes into to different formats. I mean, I think it just makes, it just makes you such a better performer and it's such a better storyteller. Uh, Kate okay, Trevor Wilson, we'll, we'll flip it to you first, of course, so... LOL, Last One Laughing, Canada debuts February 18th on Prime Video. Where can we find you online, my friend?
3: I'm the only K. Trevor Wilson on the internet, so it's pretty easy to track me down on Instagram and Twitter, at KTrevorWilson, KTrevorWilson.com. You can buy t-shirts, and uh, I'll be on the road
0: uh, starting March 7th with the Letter Kenny Live Tour. Excellent. It's so nice to see that coming back finally, by the way, as well. Live shows are a thing again. It's Mm -hmm. the great spring thaw. Colin Mockery, where can we find you? Uh, I'm doing two
2: different tours. One with Brad Sherwood from Whose Line Is It Anyway. We've been doing it for 20 years, basic improv. I'm also doing one with a hypnotist where he hypnotizes audience members and I improvise with them. uh, It's called Hiprov. And uh, yeah, when everybody asks me to do a show, I just say yes. So I could be anywhere (laughs) in the next couple of days. Just check your local listings. I'll probably be somewhere.
0: There we go. Thank you both so much. We will have to tune in to see who was in fact the last one laughing. Don't forget you can check out LOL Last One Laughing Canada debuting February 18th on Prime Video. That is our show. You can listen to all of our episodes right back to the very beginning on Global News Online. We'll be back next week.
3: Hi, this is Alicia Carusi and you're listening to my aunt Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx.
0: This week's Comedy Rx is Last One Laughing Canada on Prime Video.
1: Of Canada's best comedians will be trapped in this room together with one common goal. Try and make each other
0: laugh. I'm ready to compete. This is an epic battle. Oh man, I'm laughing. But if they laugh themselves. Yeah, oh, that's a laugh. They're out of the game. Uh oh.
1: God. What the it's not
2: me! It's gonna be
1: hard. I wanna see chaos! And the last one laughing wins $100,000 for their
3: charity. Oh, what?
0: I'm ready. I didn't know this was for charity. To be or not. Can I roofie myself? you that
3: already too far. How do you not
0: ah. laugh at that? No. Are you not alive? There's nowhere that I'm safe. Fortunately, I'm not a fan of comedy. I am in trouble. So they're really watching. Yes, they're really watching. There's like 400 cameras I in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's keep it going, man. <laughs> NHL star PK Saban in the house. Is this up for a delicious cheese sandwich. Tom
3: Green is secretly hot.
0: Isn't that a delicious cheese sandwich? Oh my god. Keep it together. This is crazy. Look at me. What are we doing here? Now, rub that up, and boom! Don't you dare with your cheese sandwich.